Last time on the Reroll Podcast. On the road to the holy man's home, the temple, we encounter an otherworldly visitor. A mysterious purplish panther with four glowing eyes appears out of seemingly nowhere. But she's injured and scared. You notice it is limping. And before long, followed. Two fiery feline skeletons inflamed with a demonic inferno appear. Her pursuers are agile. The 24 hit. Miss. God damn. Very agile. Good fucking lord. 23. Miss. Unfortunately. Okay. And miss. All right. Next. But not invincible. 30 damage. As he fucking comes on swings under this thing, comes back up and just like cleaves down on it perpendicular to its spine. Plus 1d4. 31 damage. And it's dead. Our visitor seems grateful. And you now have a, effectively a scroll of Dimension Door. But she's out of place here. Maybe anywhere in this world. I do not belong here. Groth buddy, is that cat talking? This could mean the world is still changing. Violently. We should reach the temple soon, but what will we find there? Will those inside still have the power to help Kiaren? Will the holy man's home even still stand? Let's find out. Welcome back to the Reroll Podcast. <laughs> a couple of smooth crotches just being crammed forcefully together. Welcome back to the Reroll Podcast, everybody. Context. Fuck you. <laughs> We're pretending like we're all nine, and each of us wants to play Barbies. So, are you guys super stoked for the Margot Robbie, uh, um, fucking uh, Barbie, Barbie movie? movie? Ryan Gosling Barbie movie? Absolutely. Kind of, yeah. yeah actually. At what? Do you not know about this? <laughs> no, I don't know any of what you're talking about. No. There's a Barbie hmm. movie coming out. Yeah. Starring uh, Margot Gosling and Margot Robbie. Yeah. And Ryan Gosling. Yeah. You mean Margot Robbie? Margot Mar- Gosling. looking Gosling great and hot Roby. pink. Yeah. 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 Hey. Oh, you know what? That's a good icebreaker. What movie, game, or TV show are you excited about coming out this year? I mean... Yeah, I mean, Octavia share the same one. Yeah. <laughs> Better not be a say, smut say, Okay, both, both of you guys say yours at the same time, alternating words. Oh God! Now I can go first. Ayla, you go first. Ayla. <laughs> Tears of the kingdom. <laughs> the problem is, I really wanted to set that up to be a lot more awkward, but that actually worked well. So. <laughs> We're so I, like, into blanked for a second of, of what he was even called. So that's Ayla, good. did you watch that gameplay video yet? Not yet. You really should. I've been. Ex- I usually so ignore cool. everything because then it feels like it goes faster. <laughs> right. It's out like a month though. Cool. Yeah. This is a game. Actually, by the time this airs, it'll probably yeah. be out. Zelda. Uh, yeah, okay. it's a, it's yeah, it's the Breath of the Wild too, but yeah. there's so much like cool a Zelda name. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm super stoked for that. I'm a huge fucking Zelda nerd, as Ayla knows. But I'm also actually like I'm. I, I've been playing a lot of Resident Evil Four. That's already out. That game's fucking fantastic. Um, nice. But I'm also super stoked for uh, Jedi Survivor. The Ooh. new trailer they dropped looks. It's just it looks good. Yeah, oh, is it not out yet? I was thinking that was out like this week or. Something. I think it's out at the end of the month. End of the month. Yeah. I hope it's good. I probably won't buy it until some reviews happen after it comes out. Fall, I the love first Fall one was great so much. Yeah, yeah, the first one was really good. Yeah, 
I just I never thought that like I didn't know much about it when they like kind of started announcing it. And I'm like, whatever, it's just going to be like another kind of dumb like EA Star Wars game. But then it turned out to be like a Dark Souls inspired, like, you know, single player, like semi open world RPG thing. And it was awesome. I had no idea that it was going to be that good. And it really took me by surprise. And I love it. I like the robot in it. Uh, I really want them to bring Cal Kestis into the like the cinematic universe. And I think that there's probably plans to do that. But I don't know. Probably show up in the Ahsoka show. I feel like yeah. a lot of games nowadays, it's like you get all hyped and then they suck. And so it's like, I'm not buying them before they come out anymore. No, yeah. that's yeah, that's a good choice. I'm going to keep doing it and keep setting myself up for disappointment because I know someday I'm going to get a good one. <laughs> uh, everybody needs to stop pre-ordering shit, but nobody's going to stop pre-ordering shit. So I'm I stopped pre-ordering shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I hope that the new Dragon Age game that eventually will someday come out will be good. That, I guess, is what I'm stoked for. Even though I, I know it's going to probably not be at this point. <laughs> When's the last time Bioware did a good game? Uh, I mean, I don't wouldn't say I hate any of their games, but definitely the last few were not as good as the first ones. <laughs> okay. All right. It's weird. I recently um, was playing through the like Mass Effect Remastered trilogy and um, like I got to the third game finally and just like I, it's not like I couldn't finish it, but it just was not holding my attention the way that the second one does. And I hadn't pl- I hadn't played the third one in a really long time. And it just I don't know, it just didn't it just feels different in a lot of ways from the second one where it doesn't really like hook me as hard for some reason. I'm not really sure why I can't like put my finger on it. Uh, I definitely like the second ones like companions and stories better yeah i think that's the thing is i think the companions and the overall just like tone of the second one just felt a lot like tighter and more personal mm-hmm. yeah. a lot more tears with tears of the kingdom yes with tears of the kingdom i was just <laughs> fact checking myself um because i have three answers one was sons of the forest which has already come out mm-hmm. great fucking game uh the other it's is actually new boss that just yeah, nice. um, update oh, just released. Yeah. Does it also shoot jizz everywhere? Because if not, then no deal. <laughs> Honestly, I think so. This one actually is just a gigantic vagina. This is a <laughs> that giant shoots sperm jizz. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Female like ejaculation. It doesn't it's shoot not a Tanner so much as it regurgitates it. There's a difference. <laughs> okay. I don't know what story. Um, the other is was a uh, Kerbal Space Program too, which I st- it's still on my list. But I, <laughs> because it's not really out yet, kind of. <laughs> well, I just I need a lot better computer than I have in order to play that game, even as is. So, uh, what I'm really excited about, though, something that I've been not even looking forward to, but hoping for for about ten years, like a lot of people have been, is that uh, the Matt Groening masterpiece that is Futurama. Oh right, because it, it got like. Oh, that's did, right. did somebody else pick it up, or did it like like did it move stations again? Uh, you know, I'm yeah, honestly think, not sure. I I, yeah, I'm pretty sure Hulu it. is directly producing it. Yeah, yeah. actually, mm-hmm. nice. That actually so, might. I think that that feels like a good match. It is because Hulu has been the only thing. Like Futurama has picked up and then dropped and then picked up and then dropped yeah. <laughs> Futurama so many times in the last ten years, but Hulu has just always had it on there. And I think yeah. Hulu has been looking at the watch count and realized that so many fucking people play that series day after day 
just on loop even though they've seen it a hundred times because it's so funny how much they've been picked up and dropped that they literally joke about it like in their yeah all the time yeah (laughs) torgo's executive powder like Mm -hmm. ground up fox executives Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) um i also i also have another one um the person who made stardew is coming up with another game called haunted chocolatier and i was obsessed with stardew Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to be obsessed with that. Yep. I forgot that was even coming out this year. I hope it's coming out this year. I don't know if it, I didn't even know if it was, but I was just hoping that it's coming someday. out at some point. <laughs> and I trust, I trust the creator. He like has, you know, taken a lot of time and um, makes good stuff. So I'm patient. There's one that's definitely not coming out and I don't think it ever will, but I would like to see um, another guitar hero <laughs> for like this day and age. I've just, I've been, yeah. I've been um seeing some stupid fucking memes where it's like Guitar Hero, but the characters are replaced with like the most random fucking people. Like there's Ronald McDonald on the drums, oh, fucking I saw some that. dude from Robot on like guitar, yeah. anime bitch, like rocking the fuck out. I love that shit. I want that for myself. About like once, maybe every three months or so, I'll just get this weird random like urge to play guitar hero and God, i still haven't been so able to act bad. on it because how the fuck am i supposed to do that in 2023 right like where the f- i mean you could <laughs> probably go buy so one big. of those like fucking guitars from gamestop for a thousand dollars i just remember that was like that was like guitar hero and like rock band and stuff was like some people i like, still have rock band stuff these like through junior high and stuff yeah. i still have my, rock band guitars nice. one uh, of my friends and the rock band like my friends that does like streaming and stuff and Ayla actually knows her she used to be able to like absolutely shred on guitar absolutely shred on controller i was like bitch what no the sense. fuck are you doing like and she would just like extra hard mode just jam the fuck out i, like, <laughs> I can see that i am yeah. not that way and i wish i could be yeah it's it's peach peach that streams mm-hmm. um she's excellent love her Tanner, what are you excited for? I have a bit of a different answer than all of you. I think mine is out already, but I'm very, very excited for a movie that... Mario. Actually, I think it won (laughs) Best Picture this year at the Oscars, but The Whale with Brendan Fraser. Oh, yeah. I've been following that for quite a while. I'm big Brendan Fraser fan, big fan of, like, character-driven pieces, and I've heard nothing but good things. I'm so excited to watch it. Hold on, my diabetic shit is screaming at me. I'll be right back. Die, bitch! Medical emergency on set. Where's the EMT? Where's the Wes? Where's Doctor? Yeah, Wes, where are you? Come on, Wes. Wes, come here. Wes, we need a Snickers. <laughs> Stat. Stat. Need twenty cc's of Skittles. Twenty cc's of. Okay. Pure black tar heroin. <laughs> yeah. What? Seaman. Nothing, buddy. Yeah, I know a guy. Yeah, we do too. Wes. His name is Mr. Pure Black Tar Heroin. Ah, yeah. He's not hard to find. He has a a website and everything. (laughs) Really weird. The cops haven't caught him. Speaking of things that we're all looking forward to, I'm sure you guys are looking forward to this episode of the Reroll Podcast. So let's get, (laughs) get right into it. We're looking forward to it so much that this is the second time we're recording it. Zane... You're ruining the magic, <laughs> and you're upsetting me. Good. You wouldn't like As... me when I'm mildly upset. 
<laughs> I was hoping you would say speaking pretty of Lactor Heron, but that's okay. I'll just yeah. Of all the transitions, like or segues you could have made there. Oh, I'm gonna cut all that ball. out. Don't you? Don't you okay. worry. <laughs> this entire episode, actually. Yep. Just like <laughs> just I did like the last did. one. No, <laughs> <laughs> nuked it. Why are you playing music? I mean, we always play music. There's always music playing. It's we're so good at it. Yep. <laughs> Where time... are you? Okay, sorry. <laughs> Last time we left off, the players had a strange encounter with a bizarre feline creature being chased by two hellcats. This creature had magical abilities and teleported seemingly out of nowhere before the players jumped in to help this mystical beast. After a rather annoying fight against these two fiery undead hellcats the players managed to slay them and save this otherwise otherworldly feline as a token of gratitude this cat bestowed upon you a glyph or rather mechanically a scroll of dimension door and one thing i did want to want to say up top is Dimension Door is a fourth level spell, so unfortunately not this level, but once you level up Groth, you will be able to, if you want to commit some gold and time, add that spell to your spell repertoire for free. Learning it from this inscribed glyph that this cat gave to you. Oh, it's free, but he has but to yes, pay gold. But yes, it's gold. No, it's like the same thing. <laughs> yeah, for all you got to do is pay a membership price, and then it's free with your membership. <laughs> Just yeah, like, like all of our Patreon content. It's actually a pyramid scheme. <laughs> but like, is it going to take my whole evening to learn it? You just it have like... to buy a hundred boxes of glyphs of Dimension Door, and then sell them <laughs> and to then all I your can friends. Start my own yeah, you establish your downline. They're going to kick their shit back up to you, and you're going to be a millionaire <laughs> without ever having to even touch a glyph. You see, you don't understand. Right. You're going to be your own boss. It's an inverse pyramid. I know somebody really whose brother had once sold weed to who made four million dollars in 10 minutes on this and a pink cadillac <laughs> and a pink cadillac. His first 10 minutes his first you don't even want to know about the second yeah minutes. yeah he is dead now i will say that mr black tar heroin <laughs> got him yeah. <laughs> had too much money and not enough to do with it <laughs> so at this point you guys find yourself in sort of winter weather which is bizarre for this region south of the Kravnox this time of year. You're in roughly mid-spring, late spring, and really things should be blooming, but at this point there's more than a trace amount of snow on the ground, and the further you travel, the thicker it gets. But it's about midday. Would you guys like to continue along the Old King's Road? As we're walking, Kiaren's kind of looking up and holding her hand out and like, what is this? That they don't have snow where you're from? Underground. Oh. Yeah, Flint. I didn't know you were Idiot. like... I'm a Helldorf. I don't know about... <laughs> I don't know what life's like underground. And frankly, I'm kind of grateful for it. Sounds miserable. Groth is uh, holding his hand out, too, and looking at the snow. I mean, here's... Kiaren asked, what is this? 
just gonna say this is this is too far south. This shouldn't be here. This is the reason that with how many Goliaths I've seen die, I've never seen one rot. They're all up there, just like the day they died. Perfect condition. So you're saying I'll be beautiful even when I'm dead, as long as this keeps up. I'm saying you'll only be as ugly as you are now. Thank <laughs> God. <laughs> I'm freezing my balls off. Are we, are we there yet? <laughs> Flint, why don't you give me a D100 roll? So if we get a... Okay. Get some random encounters up in this biatch. Can, can you put us on the map that shows us where we're going through? Yes. The 72. Decorated. 72. Okay. Where is it? God damn it. <laughs> the bitch map. The, the, the crack stains. Uh. God's what? Temple tits her ass. I fucking hate you guys so much. Oh my god. Just okay. to be clear, we've marked up the map that Tanner made for us. Yeah, we, we should. Yeah. I know you screen grabbed some of it, but you should definitely yeah. screen grab some of it. I did. Post it like when this episode airs. I missed the opportunity. <laughs> Yeah, this it was when we were having technical difficulties with the last time we oh, tried right. to record. Mm. <laughs> uh, I don't feel like the Old King's show has been properly appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did that. It took like 20 minutes for somebody to notice it. I was like, finally. Yes. <laughs> so good. <laughs> okay. As you continue on, heavy snow pelts your party. Unusual, even stranger than the trace amount you found before within an hour or so you find yourself slogging through about a foot of accumulation and something rumbles in the far distance it sounds like thunder at this point you guys are just about to make your way to a fork in the road to the left leads to godfrey's watch or as it is now called on the map god's twat <laughs> And to the north, I kind of want to go there. <laughs> and to the north, you go to ass. <laughs> <laughs> ah, my, my cousin's from ass. We should, we should stop by ass on our way to the temple of tits and ass. Tits or ass. That's going to get real confusing. <laughs> also known as giant spires. <laughs> Who's ever called it that? Now. Yeah. You guys are sort of in the basin of this hilllands and, and traveling further, you, you pretty much have nowhere to go but up. It's going to be kind of a rough journey and it is starting to get late. Do you want to proceed on tonight to get to the top of this incline or do you want to camp at the base? Bo, how far to the temple? Should we continue? going to be about another day to the temple is it slower going in the amount of snow or are we still able to kind of keep up pace it's a bit slower going it's going to drag you down a little bit okay it's still a day's trip so maybe we should rest 
or we can get a head start on tomorrow. I say we keep pushing through until the sun starts setting, or there's no sun. I say we keep on pushing through until, uh, until it seems right to stop. I feel like it's too early in the day. What time of day is it? Plus, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to stay out of the open if we can. This is a little bit too exposed for me. Sure. Just kind of looks cautiously around. But we should still split up the, the time that we have left, no matter where it might be. What time of day is it? Well, we're flint. Camping at a fork in the road doesn't seem like the quietest thing to do. Yeah. I do agree that we should keep moving on, at least till a better spot, but I can't see quite as good as I used to in the dark. Still pretty good, but just not quite as good. Um, I think we might have already gone over this, but does Flint have any knowledge? I think we were talking about um, giant spires, or sorry, we're talking about ass uh, specifically, but like even with like this cataclysmic event, like this is still kind of an area that you want to keep an eye out for, like bandits and like highwaymen and stuff, right? Definitely. Yeah. I mean, actually, if anything, with this big event, it's kind of upset the balance of power a little bit, so it's probably more dangerous, honestly. Did so, yeah, Flint's definitely got his head on a swivel in this area. Did the DM say the sun is setting though? There is no sun. Oh yeah. We're kind of are the did twinkles you say we're, setting. We're like early evening, or what? Yes, uh, your sort of twilight is starting to dwindle. Okay. So we should let's, look for a safe place to stay, but just not right here. Let's keep pushing forward a little more. See if we can find something better than this. I want to roll survival. Okay. Yeah. Give me a survival. Can I help? Uh, yeah. Uh, go ahead and roll to aid. Rolling to aid is a DC 20, and if you succeed, you give a plus one to uh, your friend Bo here. That's a success. Okay, so Bo, take a plus one for your survival check. Okay, I got a 15. Is that with the plus one? Uh, six. Yes, yes. Okay. I rolled, I almost got a natural 20, but instead I got a, a two plus my survival, so that sucks. Brutal. So you continue up the top of this hill, Bo, you're kind of leading the way, and... It's difficult, and it's tiring. But you know you can't camp here. You can't... Camping on the side of the hill would be very dangerous um, and very exposed. But finally, after this exhausting climb, Bo, you get to the top, and again you hear that sound of low rolling thunder. But with that survival check... You know it's not actual thunder. Sounds sounds like a boulder crashing into something and cresting over this hill. Looking out in the darkness, there is a blazing inferno flickering like a dark beacon of doom throughout the night. What do you do? You said there's a boulder and a fire? I'm confused. It sounds like something like a boulder crashing or like big stone falling or potentially a, a rock slide or something. It doesn't actually sound like thunder. It's just a very 
loud, low sound. I guess Bo will just be like, do you hear that? Do we see what's causing the sound or the fire? Anybody can give me a perception check as they get to the top of this hill. I will, but it won't get me anything. 16. 15. Natural 20. Damn it. (laughs) Got another 2, so I got a 16. I also got a 2. Do you hear that? Me neither. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Because I don't. I already I got what I that was a fart. <laughs> got him. <laughs> you guys hear that? <laughs> uh, shit, there's a fire over there. Uh, shit. It, <laughs> in my pants. Okay, um. <laughs> Star, with your natural 20, you look over to where Bo is pointing out ascertaining this is far in the distance to the the northwest, miles away. And this is the sound of a siege. Godfrey's watch is a blazing inferno. And sort of focusing your eyes, even in this darkness, the backdrop of these raging infernos illuminate this battlefield. Star will sort of like... I imagine she's probably close to the lead with um, probably standing pretty close to Flint or walking pretty close to Flint. She's going to kind of like mom arm him and like call it to Bo. I'll just be like, Bo, wait. I know those sounds. There's a siege going on. Godfrey's watch is under attack right now. And we're still pretty far away. We just have a good view from here, right? Correct. We're like across the chasm, right? Yeah. And through this darkness and snowfall, Star, you do make out these three massive watchtowers that stand vigilantly above the fortified encampment that are inflamed. And as you're looking, a large boulder is hurled and crashes into one, completely crumpling it like a leaf. And the sounds of war and and bloodlust start to sort of reverberate on the wind. And with your natural 20, you actually see just a little bit more. And you're not even quite sure how you see this through the distance, the darkness, and the fire. But you see a white dragon billowing a frozen icy breath on the settlement below. And on top of it rides a giant star just is like watching this and she's like god damn it all wait there's a fucking dragon over there and if I'm not mistaken it looks like your friend Groth that's atop it I have friends (laughs) another bloody dragon when are we gonna catch a break Not in this world, my friend. Especially not after what just transpired. You're saying Groth? Or Groth? You're saying... You're saying our friend Hogoth is on top of that thing? I mean... I can't be too sure, but... There's definitely a giant atop that dragon. And... I mean... Considering... 
everything that's gone on, it would be stupid to think it might not be Hogoth. Is Godfrey's Watch an Empire-controlled settlement? Yes, it's completely under the control of the Empire. It was actually constructed by the Empire. Godfrey is the Emperor, so Godfrey's Watch is kind of their north fort in okay. the area. Well, Godfrey's Watch, as you can infer from the name, it's not going to be much of a loss if that place burns to us. I say we just keep moving. What's he doing there, you think? Besides destroying it. Flint will glance over at Groth. You don't want to know the answer to that question, holy man. I think I kind of do if you have an answer. That seems kind of like a big deal. Bull nod in agreement. If that is what I think it is. I was one of maybe... Maybe two dozen survivors of the last time I've seen it. And, uh, if I'm not mistaken, every one of those Goliaths that fell, and there were hundreds, if not thousands, is probably right there at those fucking gates. Wait, so you're saying that thing is what took your home from you? that horde it's bigger than the last time I saw it we we definitely need to keep moving then I agree whether this be good or bad for us we have our own mission we must focus on oh I can promise you it's not good and Flint's gonna die just cinch up his backpack and keep on trucking directly away from Godfrey's watch and your path does lead you away and Bo leads you with that survival check from earlier at least some ways away from this fork in the road and, and continuing down towards this sort of increasingly dilapidated path of the old king's road overgrowth sticks out through the snow and you can tell that this is not a path often traveled going to the right of uh, giant spires and away from Godfrey's watch and eventually maybe another hour passes Bo finds a decent enough place to set up camp Flint is just kind of intermittently shooting a glance at Groth, just trying to see like how he's holding up. Groth has a big metal mask melted onto his face. <laughs> oh, the bottom <laughs> half is still exposed, though, right? <laughs> Did you say the mask fell off or something? Face. No, the mask is the, still... Uh, oh. You definitely see tight lips. Just kind of as a, as a general rule. Mm. You look back at Groth and you can tell that he's thinking, God, my face hurts. <laughs> That's hurt for like two fucking years. This is wild. Yeah. Uh, it really hurts. Uh, I don't fucking... Yeah. Oh, or yeah, was that cool. what it was? The face didn't burn anymore, you said? No, my, my face is always burned. That's how... Uh, it's, there was just, I think there was a yeah, moment it stopped. Oh, it was just for a moment? It stopped okay. through the vision. Yeah. 
didn't permanently yeah. stop burning. Um, does Bo look human? Yeah. So I think when you find this place to stay, Kieran kind of looks towards you and is like, wow, you have uh, pretty good eyes for a human. Incredibly racist. I, don't, I, don't even, I feel like I always say it weird. The my um, Asimor. Well, also, um, mm-hmm. Bo heard it, but didn't. Did he also see it, or did a uh, star actually see the? Oh, we're only just star talking star. about finding the camp. Is what we're talking about. Oh, the camp. Okay, yeah. I thought we were still talking about Godfrey's Watch. No. For it being like after dark. I mean, for what dark is and snow. Mm. Um, I think. I mean, I guess. Just to make sure I like didn't totally break cannon there, I was able to at least generally see what was happening down there, right? I mean, I assume Star would have described it to you. Yeah, okay. no, Star described it in great detail. Um, gotcha. Which also, I don't think I actually said it, but I will just assume like on the way, if you guys are asking questions about it, it should be like, uh, the dragon was a white dragon. I, I can't remember if we've seen that one before or not, but Seems they're not as rare as they used to be these days. Well, I can tell you this. They didn't have a dragon. And they didn't need one to bring down the walls that me and Hogoth built. They were a lot thicker than the fucking walls that you humans build. And to clarify, you're talking about there was a horde of, like, undead Goliaths, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was terrifying. That, that was part of my first memory it wasn't goliath yeah. then uh, no it was actually yeah that's right it was the fallen like goliath army interesting okay let's yeah. pivot back to kieran's conversation with Bo because i got sorry interrupted that's a pretty good eyesight you have there for a human Bo. he'll like tap his temple near his eye and say well they're of an asimar so you know plus i've lived here for quite a while Plus, he eats a lot of carrots. I've seen him. <laughs> He's like uh, a horse. <laughs> are Asimars, like, common knowledge? Why don't you give me a religion recall knowledge? And also, while we're at it, anybody can do a recall knowledge on a white dragon as well. Wait, how do we recall knowledge? I'll definitely do that. Just roll a religion check. For dragons, too? No, for dragons, uh... 17. Uh, it'll be an arcana check for the dragon. And what'd you get, Kieran? 17. Uh, yeah, I think a 17's enough to know of Asimar. Uh, maybe through, you know, a random passage in a book you read somewhere. I don't think you'd have in-depth knowledge, but you know they're usually tied to some sort of deity or holy cause. Hmm. She'll just kind of nod and say... Ah, sorry. No offense intended. He just shrugs and gives you, like, a little smile. It's like, none taken. I believe it's actually pronounced ASMR. <laughs> no. <laughs> you recall knowledge, and it's you know that it's people chewing into microphones. <laughs> <laughs> now Bo's gonna have an NPR voice. <laughs> What'd you get for your recall, stall, star, stall? Stall. What'd you get for your recall, star? Uh, great big old six. Big ass bird. 
Sorry, guys. That's big Riding bird out there. Top of some leather bird. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow more terrifying than a dragon. Cobra <laughs> chicken. Like maybe a swam in some bleach or something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what does a what does a thirty one get on that? Yeah. Uh, thirty one gets quite a bit, I would say. What? That's unexpected. <laughs> you know that white dragons are usually hail from colder regions, so it makes sense south of the Kravnox, or at least in proximity to the Kravnox, this creature would reside. Because of this familiar terrain, snow doesn't impair them practically at all with vision or movement or anything of the such. And you know white dragons to be more bestial than their other draconic counterparts. They tend to be ferocious, aggressive, and let their emotions guide them quite a bit more. In fact, with such a high role, white dragons usually, maybe not usually, but white dragons prove to be far more easier to subjugate than other sort of more intelligent or clever dragons. Well, I can tell you if we don't, uh, we don't want to piss that dragon off. I, uh, I don't know about any other dragon in the world. Not a damn thing, but I was told to watch out for those as a kid. Apparently, they go where the snow goes, and they're... They're pissed off to start with. That's all I can really say about them. So the snow line advancing south. Does, with that knowledge, would he know, or I don't know if I missed you saying this, does snow go where it goes, too? That is usually not the case unless this dragon is incredibly powerful. But I think, Groth, with your knowledge of Kravnox and what has been happening to it over the last couple decades, you think it's unlikely that it's from the White Dragon. Okay, so we don't think the snow coming south is because of that. Seems to be more of a happy coincidence for the Predator. Yeah, Groth is uh, actually like I think part of one of my earlier memories was I was I was like noting the uh might not have explicitly said noting, but I was I was watching like the snow line move down towards the little farm village that I grew up in. Yeah, I think kid. you I think you did note and that was kind of part of the reason you were thirsty for the secret knowledge from your yeah. uh, father's so, book. Exactly. So now like seeing it all the way down out of the Kravnox in what shouldn't necessarily be wintertime. Like, you, you could probably get the read that he's pretty freaked out by it. Because that's it's a lot of movement. You know, we're talking about, like, maybe a few yards per year or something before, and now it's gone down, like, thousands of feet in... If not miles. Probably about two years. Hmm? Like, over a mile of elevation, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so... Yeah, he's just kind of going to look back towards the general noise and be like, that snow line moving south. God, I hope Louis has got that fucking fire burning smokeless. 
best we can hope is they just don't notice our friends. They're pretty good at keeping their head down, I think. They are. But it's definitely concerning. Perhaps we should try to get a message to them as soon as we can. Anything else you guys want to do before you retire for the evening? And Flint's just kind of <clears throat> by himself, sort of just like staring off, clearly thinking about something. I think Star wants to uh, do... Uh, basically, Star is going to kind of be off near her little spot where she's chosen to sleep. And um, she's got the elf bone dagger out and she's like talking to it what's she saying to Kiara it and pick up on this <laughs> catch a mariners game last night <laughs> <laughs> love the mets gotta go mets uh okay <laughs> uh. should i roll like a perception i mean star is trying to do this privately she's probably not trying to like freak you guys out but um Definitely she would is... freak me out. <laughs> a good way to not freak people out is just don't talk to bone daggers. <laughs> well, maybe you guys should all fuck right off. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not possessed by my sword like some people. So you're going far enough to the side that it wouldn't be some we'd see. I mean, not unless you were just paying super a whole lot of attention to Star for some reason. But, um... Flint catching some shrapnel for having a cursed sword. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Flint. <laughs> I mean, no, they, but... they can get together and have a play date or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I mean, Star's just, she's... <sighs> Let's see. I think what she's doing is she's, like, pulling it out and, like, maybe sharpening it, taking care of it and stuff, and she's, like... I never met you, and I am very sorry that you ended this way. But I will do my best to do good by you and by all the rest of your people. I hope that you will trust me with this. And <laughs> I'm sure everyone thinks I'm crazy for talking to a sword or a dagger, but I don't know. I just, whether you can hear me or not, I hope you know that I do wish to do good. That is what is in my heart. And she's, I think, just kind of doing this ritual, taking care of it, showing it some compassion and love just for the person that it was at some point, um, because clearly they did not have a good end. So whether or not that the spirit of this thing is actually real or not, she's just trying to give it some sort of peace and some sort of comfort if that makes any sense but i mean it is, is essentially a piece of a corpse so it makes sense. i mean would would flint be able to hear this i think she said she was doing it privately okay. i mean yeah it's, it's sort of like i would i stepped off to the side like i mean if one of you guys wants to roll perception and hear it like i don't think she's necessarily trying super hard to hide it but she is like like she said, she doesn't want to freak anyone out. Like, it's just something she's decided she was going to do. That's been in her mind since she, like, was given the okay by uh, Tree Bark to use this thing. I mean, how do we want to determine if 
Flint, do, do you want me to just roll perception? See, ah, I want to see. Not? I just want to see if I notice it too, though. I mean, roll perception, and if you get higher than ten, sure, you hear it, or like you can well, do it. And on that'll be yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I mean, my perception bonus is ten. <laughs> yeah, the DC is not going to be ten. Well, could be whatever. a little, little it's challenging. <laughs> it's three. Um, <laughs> what is your? We'll do. I guess we'll do. Well, you know what? You're a pretty sneaky person. So what's nope. your stealth score? Your, like, bonus for your stealth skill. Uh, My bonus for stealth is plus 14. So. Okay, so we're going to add 10 to that. So the DC's 24. Okay. Good luck, bitches. It's going to be hard. <laughs> but, I mean, yep. if the rogue's trying to be quiet about something. Yeah, I got 26, so. Yeah, well, shut up. Okay. While that's going on, uh, Kiaran just kind of says, bundles herself up, collapses, and says, wake me up if you want me to take a watch, and goes to sleep. Flint's going to roll her down a hill after she falls asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Star's going to stick her hand in a bowl of water afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) She gets hypothermia. Yeah. Does she pee herself? Dies of hypothermia. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yeah, so I, I'm a, with 26, I, I do kind of catch the part of that conversation, right? She's yep. having with the dagger. I didn't okay. make it, so you're alone. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, Flint just kind of, like, hearing this just sort of uh, just comes up and says, You know, Stotter, I haven't really been one to maintain the idea that objects have, you know, souls or anything like that, but I will say current events have kind of changed my mind on that a little bit and I gotta say if anything if any weapon does have a soul it's your dagger is probably one of them I know that uh elven kind can be a wee bit touchy on how their remains are handled but I think and he kind of looks curiously at the dagger I think that what you're doing is the right thing. I think that this dagger has probably been used for so much evil. Could probably help it to do some good. You know, sanctify it to some degree. I think Star gives kind of a, like, sad laugh. Like, (sighs) yeah, I... (laughs) Personally, I'm not really one to believe that there's much of an afterlife. I mean, you live, you do your shit, and then you die, and I don't know, I guess you come back as the dirt that the worms eat, and it all gets cycled back into itself, but something like this, it just feels sacred, and while I don't have many elven friends or people that I'm close to, I... It doesn't change the fact that this was a person at some point, and just how deeply it was disrespected. I I feel like it's only right to try and show some compassion to it, whether or not it can hear me or feel me, whatever. I don't know. Maybe I'm fucking going insane, and frankly, after the last few nights, I, it's entirely possible. I'm a fucking fox, for God's sakes. How did that fucking happen? <laughs> But anyway, 
thank you. I appreciate your words, and hopefully we can give ourselves as much as this being as much peace as we can. Flint will think about that for a second, nod to himself, kind of like glance down at his short sword and put a hand on the hilt and kind of walk. You just start walking away and then turn and say over his shoulder, you should give it a name. And then he'll walk back to his bed roll and settle in for the night. Um, with the conversation taking place, is there a chance I could notice or is it just out the window because I failed my check? You probably, I imagine, see Flint's maybe leaving Star's tent. Because I imagine you guys, especially in this weather, Prob- probably have yeah, your probably. sort of sleeping arrangements. Mm-hmm. Could I somehow see if, like, that last comment of walking away, if I would pick up what he's talking about? I don't think, I think this whole thing kind of falls under that perception check. Damn. I would say too, like, sorry, Ayla, but like, uh, I do think it kind of makes more sense in character. Like, Flint and Star are pretty good at doing things unnoticed, even like, especially together, because we kind of do those sort of like scouting missions and stuff sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I just, ha- I've, so, ha- I've been wanting to do something for a long time since the <laughs> dagger came into it, and I keep fucking failing my rolls ever since the Cataclysm, so I just, <laughs> Well, dagger's I mean, not going anywhere. They'll be yeah, I will. Definitely say this. You wake up in the morning and the dagger is gone. I just walk away. It's like I fucking deserve better than you, you piece of shit. I've just been bags and left me. Puts a little hat on. Yeah, (laughs) I've just been trying to find like an opportunity for it, and then it's like now I feel like I'm riding on coattails. I'm like fuck, but it's fine. Star goes slit somebody's throat or something. Make the opportunity. (laughs) It'll it'll present itself. There's an elf in the party. She's asleep, too. She specifically said that she, she went to sleep. She specifically said she went to sleep. I already kicked her down a hill, though, so... Yeah, you will have to go down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Maybe we should just <laughs> use the glyph on her and teleport her, like, 500 feet away. <laughs> teleport her 500 feet in the air. <laughs> Float her bed in the lake. Yeah. And so she wakes up in the middle of the lake. <laughs> God, I miss Shadow. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are fucking mean. <laughs> All right, so... Um, Are you trying to parent trap me, Ayla? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll just say you guys are swapping watches. Night continues on. Faint saddle sound of battle still raging in the distance. And Bo, I think, I think you're the first one up the next day because I think you're starting to get anxious. You know it's likely by the end of the day going to be in the temple and correct me if I'm wrong but I imagine you're excited to go back but also nervous especially after whatever has happened what are you guys doing I'm assuming Bo's probably rolling. Up. Oh. I will save I was going to say roll. Oh, will save? Yeah. <laughs> Kiaran, roll your hill save. <laughs> I don't think Kiaran woke up. <laughs> you got a natural one? Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, Would you like to use a hero point or you want to you wanna stick with uh, that? Oh, yeah. Uh, hero point. I mean, reroll. Hmm. <laughs> That's interesting. Well, 
do I, do I, we could, do I we die just... if I don't wake up? <laughs> are, wait, are you still doomed uh, one from the yeah, last Yeah, I'll time? use a hero point. Okay. She's not still doing one because she reroll because she crit okay. her last save. Oh, okay. 17? Does it, would that normally? Okay. You wake up, Kieran, shivering in the cold, and you're gripped by this curse that has come back with a vengeance. You are slowed too. Just really struggling to move. Every step is agony. Every movement takes a crazy amount of energy from you. Do you does Kieran make like any noise or give any indication of like her suffering or anything? I I'm mean, I think she is just still laying in bed <laughs> as um, you guys are getting up and getting ready to go. Okay. Okay. Well, if you took um, too long, then Bo would definitely check on you. Yeah, I mean, Flint's packing up, so if, no, if everybody else is just kind of packing up, I think it'd be pretty obvious if you were lagging behind. Mm-hmm. Well, I kind of like this, so I think Bo, especially with knowing how fragile of a state Kieran is, I think you're the one who goes and looks for her. Okay. How's the weather doing? Is it still just kind of like moderate snowfall? Let me roll some dice. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's... Deep black clouds have kind of overwhelmed the sky with this sense of dread and just this continuing, continuing moderate snowfall coming down. Step two, everyone. We gotta keep moving. This isn't gonna get any better. I think if you poke your head in Karen's tent, she's just still kind of like laying with her eyes closed and shivering. Uh, Bo will probably just try to gently wake you. Just try to get you to get up and get ready to go at first, unless I notice, you know, anything wrong beyond that. Uh, is it is it morning already? Yeah, we're just about to head out. You should get ready. Yes, I'll, 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 I'll be right out. Okay. And she'll just slowly start making her way shivering and then when she comes out of the tent I think even though like it's dark in a sense it's still kind of light for Kiaren to what she's used to um, and so when she comes out she kind of like covers her eyes looking away from the sky and like she has a headache and stuff before just slowly starting to walk I think Flint. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say I think Bo, like, kind of just leaving is kind of just doing a double take uh, as you come out, just to... Because it's already kind of weird that you're, like, probably up late. Because, you know, that could be an indication you're getting sick or something. <clears throat> so, he probably just turns back and says, you feeling alright? Uh, I'm not doing so hot there, holy one. Huh. And he puts down, like, his pack and comes back to you to, like, kind of make sure you're okay, check you out, and maybe heal you. Flint walks up to you and says, yeah, she just needs a little nip, a little pick-me-up, and hand, like, hands Kiaran a flask after taking a swig off of it. Kiaran will take a big chug. <laughs> there you are. Did you want to cast heal on Kiaran, Bo? Sure. 
Okay. So this sort of influx of positive energy flows back through you, Kiara, and I think it it starts to resonate with, you know, this kind of new part of you that's starting to sort of identify itself, this kind of... It invigorates you in a way, and it, it gives you strength. You are now only slowed one. Nice. Uh... Kieran, while still shivering a little bit, kind of stands up straighter and looks towards uh, Bo and is just like, ah, and you helped me again. I don't think I would uh, be here if not for you. We're going to get you help. We should get going. Yeah, while this was going on, Flint <laughs> flagged down uh, Groth and just packing up Kieran's tent for her. Oi, what's up, big man? That's it. Should I move over and they didn't say anything? No. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I didn't know. I didn't know that. I didn't know if that needed to be a character moment. Um, <laughs> Just explaining what was going on. Do I need to roll the healing, or does it matter? It doesn't matter. The okay. unless you're not at full health. Everybody's at full health, right? At this point. Uh, no, actually, remind me one more time how healing works. Uh, so since you just rested, your level times your con you gain back. That's it. If you're down anymore, we can just kind of hand wave some first aid since it's not, or treat wounds. Okay. Yeah, I got like eight hit points to go. But we could just, yeah, we could just hand wave that. Put yourself at full. We'll say that if anybody had any sort of minor injuries, Bo took some time through the night to just kind of patch you up. I kind of like, I think that's a good balance. Like if we're in a situation where it's like, you know, we could do a long rest, but like we're kind of in some sort of peril, I would say, yeah. like be more strict about it. But there's not much of a threat here yeah. in this immediate time. So, and you yeah. had plenty of opportunities to, yeah, you're totally fine. Yeah. But you guys continue on with. I do think if Flint is packing up Karen's tent, like you said, that after she turns from Bo and sees that, she'll kind of walk over to him and be like, oh, and I appreciate your help too, Dwarf. Quite the gentleman today. We gotta keep moving. We don't have time. Of course. Be very gentle with my Funko Pop collection. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll turn and start walking. And Bo, you you're leading your friends, and you go for about two hours, and the road just kind of fades away, and you know that you're at this point where, in order to get to the temple. You're going to have to cut through the wilderness. There is no carved path to this hidden sanctuary. Well, I want to use the spell that I have to help show the way, because that's what it's called. It's called Burn Down Forest. <laughs> <laughs> Very specific spell. Holy man, I, holy man, I hope you know where you're going. Don't worry, I've done this so many times. And then he'll just cast a spell. <laughs> what does show the way do? Uh, you McDonald's. and af- affected allies gain pre... Uh, wait, what does this word? Preternatural. I've never heard that. I don't know what that's supposed to be. Spell it. P-R-E-T-E-R-N-A-T-U-R-A-L. That is an interesting one. I think it's preternatural. I've never heard of that. I've never heard that either. It's my favorite dinosaur. <laughs> um, we gain preternatural. I can't say it now. 
preternatural <laughs> knowledge of the path ahead. So we know the best way forward and avoid potential obstacles such as difficult or confusing terrain. Um, okay. Yeah. Traveling so through difficult terrain. A... Sorry, one second. Traveling through yeah, difficult no, terrain reduces you to only three quarters your travel speed instead of half. Traveling through great greater difficult terrain reduces your travel speed to only half your travel speed instead of one third. Um, it doesn't prevent us from falling into traps or encountering other artificial ob objects or hazards, though. Okay. So we still have to have like a pretty good understanding of where we're going. Which we I think that get there. Which Bo does, does, but it's just yeah, like a yeah. just a extra layer to kind of make sure we yeah, get no, to where we're going because totally, this is probably totally weather is, that he's probably not used to too. So it's probably strange. Yeah, and this is definitely think, gonna be difficult terrain. At this point, you're cutting through like dense forest. Fallen covered logs covered in, yeah, at least a foot of snow. Mm -hmm. And, and so natural means beyond normal or natural. Oh, cool. That's interesting. I've never heard that yeah. word before. Yeah, Learn I something new every time you listen to the Reroll podcast. Yeah. And that's our guarantee. <laughs> I feel like I suddenly have some sort of uh, preternatural sense of where to go. <laughs> <laughs> Something. It's like it's like the what it's like like Groth just learned that word and he uses it and like everyone. <laughs> it's the word of the day. This yeah. whiskey tastes very preternatural. It's got pre preternatural <laughs> notes and after after notes. Guided by the light of your spell and your anxiousness to get to the temple, you're walking through the snowy forest at a relatively impressive pace, especially for the dense terrain. Can I, can, I, can I describe the spell? Yeah. Okay. I was thinking like it kind of, um, to all of us, it looks like kind of like a holographic um, kind of glow around Bo, who's casting it, and then also leaving footprints that almost, that like, almost seem to appear right before he steps into them. Kind of like some kind oh, of clairvoyance. That's cool. that kind of cool. Hell yeah. And Bo, actually, give me a perception check. Oh my god. Every time it keeps bouncing off like the side and it's like 18. Yeah, five. So I got 19. Well, how about everybody give me perception checks, actually? 20. 26. 16. I think Karen's lagging behind and because she can have a hard time keeping up and isn't really that aware at the moment. She's also really drunk. That was like 151 that Flynn gave her. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to roll. No, please roll. Really? Yeah. What about a deficit? Yeah, take a minus two. All right, it's okay because I rolled shitty anyways. What'd you get? Minus two would be a one plus ten, eleven. You rolled a natural one. Okay. No, Thanks. I rolled a three minus two. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> so all of you except Kiaren are walking through the wo these woods following Bo's clairvoyant footsteps. And the sound is muffled from the snowfall all around. And you don't hear it until it is shockingly close but you hear this abrupt sound of a log splitting and looking over Bo I think wait who got the highest perception sorry 
I had a 26. 26. So, Star, I think you're the first one to sort of snap your head to it, and you see this colossal skeletal giant swinging a jagged bone axe at this armored elf as he ducks beneath the blow and it shatters a tree trunk. And looking over, Bo, at this sign, or this sound, rather, you see just the car Vesserin tangling with a much larger foe. And keep those perception scores because they're going to be your initiative next time. Can I? Oh. God damn it, I want to keep it. <laughs> as too gosh darn bad. It's how the chips fall. It's how the chips dip in mango peach salsa. Right. Mm. As my granddaddy used to say. Hmm. <laughs> he, st- he still says it. But <laughs> he has said it before as well. And he will say it again on the Reroll mm. podcast. <laughs> right, oh, he's going to be our first Get guest on the, star? On the phone. <laughs> no, he's dead. No. Oh, he's the giant then. <laughs> 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 <laughs>